Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Barbershop Group Podcast. I'm Charles, your host for today's show. I hope that you guys have been enjoying uh, some of the other content that we've been publishing on the uh, on the uh, podcast. You know, a, a lot of times we try to find inspirational videos uh, for you all. You can check those out on tbgmen.com if you are into watching the videos or you can listen on the podcast. You know, again, make sure that you sign up for our updates and alerts on tbgmen.com because you won't see everything on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, okay? And while you are on your app or uh, on the website, you can hit the support button to contribute today uh, to the Barbershop Group podcast, okay? It's very, very easy to do. Uh, It's not going to break the bank, but we appreciate your contribution. It helps us continue the show, uh, expand the show, get more guests on the show, um, and be able to, you know, send some things down the, uh, the pipeline to you guys that we know you'll appreciate. So uh, that's the uh, call out for today. I've got Dr. Stephen Poulter, the author of The Shame Factor, Hear Your Deepest Fears and Set Yourself Free, on with me today. He is back from Costa Rica. Doc, how are you? <laughs> Very well, Charles. It's good to be back here in the USA. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it's you good. found. I'm glad you found your way back. You know, I was a little jealous, man. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> Charles, I guess I, I did get a touch of food poisoning, so I did. Ooh, no, 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 bueno. Mm-hmm. I no, I don't want any part of it. You can keep that. Over, oh, okay, I feel for you. I feel for you, but I don't want. It. Yeah, Charles, <laughs> talk about humility. You're, 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 you go back to the baseline of life. Yo, isn't it something about the way food poisoning just like sets oh, everything at zero? Zero. For everybody. Everybody. I mean, you 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 don't want to die. Okay. Right. Right. Okay, right. Good. I don't want to yeah. die. But it evens out the playing field really. It quick. does. It you know? very humbling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, yeah. Yes. You get food poisoning, yes. you're back on yeah. the ground, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Real quick. Real quick. Whatever you thought you had going on, you were out there popping your collar, man, making it rain. Whatever was happening. Bling it don't matter. You get food poisoning, <laughs> you sit your ass down. <laughs> I know, I know man. that's the end of the game, man. Right, right. You, so you're talking up, Doc. We gotta, we gotta get on it. Yeah, let's yeah, go. We got a lot of stuff to cover today, guys. We got a lot of stuff to cover today. We're going to be uh, using our minds to delve into the sports world. There's a lot happening um, in the sporting world. There has been a lot happening in the in the sporting world. Uh, you know, uh, one of the things that that I wanted to just briefly mention before we get to our main topics, I just want to briefly mention something, mm-hmm. Doc. You know, Doc, I'm a, I'm a huge uh, uh, soccer fan, okay, and a yes. European football fan. Yes, I am. And uh, obviously, they had the Euro Cup, and some things happened over there. Yeah, where the UK lost to Italy, and uh, things went as I guess we expected them to go. Where a lot of mm-hmm. UK fans decided to show how racist they really are. <laughs> okay they didn't and let us never, down they didn't let us down <laughs> hey they didn't let us down it happens during the world cup it happens during the olympics it happens during the euro cup okay if there happens to be a non-white person on the field who doesn't help this european soccer team win okay they lose their minds. You will see people call monkeys, apes. They'll be throwing bananas at folks. They'll call them the N-word. And I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. And the reason why I want to point this out, Doc, is because, you know, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of, 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 of European 
types of things. You know, there's some, there's sure. some days in my mind where I just teleport myself to whatever country in Europe <laughs> I want to be in that day, right? But but here's the thing. Yeah. A lot of people in Europe like to swear up and down that their racism is better than America's racism. <laughs> Charles, that's like saying my debt is better than your debt. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, Yo, know, man, come on, come on. You know, I mean, I hear it all the time. Europeans will be like, oh, things are different. And I'm like, uh, mm, yeah, um, wait a minute. Hold on a minute. What do you mean by that? Because I'm not seeing it. And neither are those black uh, footballers over there seeing it either. But kudos to everybody who is showing love and support uh, to them. Man, I mean, you, you know, because it's 2021 and come on, Europe, you got to be better. You guys are accepting of all kinds of things over there in Europe, but you can't accept black men on the pitch. Like, really? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Charles, you- you don't hear people in America say our racism is better than yours. We know we've got a problem. America knows. Yes. Yes. At, at we, least I, I one think thing we agree point, on. We know. We know. Yep. America knows it's got a racism problem. Europe. Europe tries to make itself look a little better in the UK, particularly because, you know, they drink tea. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> so they're fancier with their racism, I suppose. But you know what, guys? Again, it is not a laughing matter. It is nope. something that is real. It's not just happening in the United States. It's happening all around the world. And uh, it has to be addressed. So, um, Doc, man. But, yeah, let's you, jump in, Charles. Yes. You are a sports fan. You are a sports fan. And uh, this week, this week in the news, and it's it's it's, it's all fresh. You know, it's, yes. it's very fresh. Um, we got some, some news about um, uh, really, really important, uh, popular, talented, um, intelligent uh, uh, football player by the name of Richard Sherman. As you guys know. Yes. Um, he's a local now, out here in California. He's a local. He's a local in California. You know, he's probably one of the top 10 most popular guys, Charles. Yeah. Yeah. In the NFL. Or, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and definitely one of the more intelligent guys. Is he, He's like a Stanford. Went to Stanford, right, graduated, right? So, um, yeah. played for Harbaugh. I mean, he's paid his paid his dues. Family man, all of that. You know what I'm uh, saying? Comes from a solid family out here in Inglewood, yeah. California. His dad right. worked for the city as a uh, trash collector, if you will. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking solid roots. Solid yeah. foundation. Yeah. And that's something. And so, as you guys know, this week, um, um, unfortunately, uh, Richard Sherman uh, had an altercation with the police after um, what it sounds like maybe trying to go to his in-laws house yeah. and break in. And either he was threatening to do bodily harm to them or he was threatening to do bodily harm to himself. At least that's what his wife reported when she when she made the 911 call. That's actually what's on tape. And I got a chance to hear that. Yeah. Uh, she, she made a statement that he was saying something, something about self-harm. Okay. And then thereafter left their house and went to his in-laws house uh, where uh, I believe her father-in-law felt unsafe um, and um, <clears throat> felt unsafe. I think he used some pepper spray or something like that as Richard was trying to get through the door. Um, and eventually he, he armed himself. I think as well, but the police were able to intervene and kudos to the police doc. Yeah, thank you. Charles, let's give the guys some love, man. What yeah. a terrible situation. Kudos to the police because, you know, in this day and age, it could have uh, gone. gone any way. And 
we have so many police officers who are struggling to do the best job they can among uh, dealing with police officers who are doing the worst job that they can, right? Uh, and none of the police officers, virtually none of the police officers are, are trained in dealing with mental health issues and episodes, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and I can tell you, as I get out there and try to <clears throat> try to market more of my first aid, mental health first aid services to police departments. Um, there's so much red tape that these police departments have to go through in order to get me in to do the first aid stuff with these guys. So yeah. it's very difficult. And then police departments who do have a mental health specialist on board, a therapist or a psychologist or someone, they only have one and the city is so big that psychologists can't be in all places at all times. Right. So again, Kudos to the police officers for handling the situation the way that they did. If you you all don't know, um, they did not tase him uh, no. because they were they were worried that <clears throat> they were worried that tasing him would interact with um, something else. I, I think it was the, like the 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 understanding that he may have been on drugs and and something else that was going to be counterproductive. And so they chose not to tase him. Obviously, they chose not to use any lethal force. They used the canine. Some people consider a canine to be lethal. It could be, um, but a lot though. less. Yeah, you know something. I hate to say it, Charles. Mm-hmm. Dogs work. Dogs work. Yeah, dogs okay. work. I, yeah. There's a universal language. You'll listen to a dog. Yeah, I hear you. Or they'll bite you. your ankles. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're they're bite your ankle. They're bite your ankle. Yes. And Charles yeah. has nothing to do with race, creed, or color. It's just what right. it is. Yeah. Dogs work. You know, Charles, they de-escalated mm-hmm. a near fatal outcome. That's right. Yeah. A lot of people could have got hurt in that. A lot of that. people. And, and yeah. misunderstandings. And Charles, what you're hitting on is male mental health, mm-hmm. call it depression, anxiety, or shame. Yeah. But Charles, when it catches you from behind, mm-hmm. this is what happens. Yeah. You know, I thought, thought that uh, it was interesting when I first read the report, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, is this another NFL Yes. Is yes. beating his wife, you know, or got lost his mind. Yeah. 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 And and I'm glad that his wife decided to say a little more than she did the mm-hmm. first. And I get it. It yeah. takes some time. This stuff is new for everybody. And it's definitely jarring to your spouse, right? Who sees you experience an episode like this. But you know, they have since said, hey, you know, uh, that Sherman has been dealing with depression at least since February. And that he um, he had a protection order against himself. Right. They, they had one, but it was sealed. So the press and everybody, they didn't have access to that. Nobody. Okay? Nobody. And the reason why I'm, I'm applauding or one of the reasons why I'm applauding his wife is in her decision uh, is over her decision to speak up about what he was actually dealing with so that he didn't get dragged by the media. Ch- All right? Charles, I, let me tell you, my wife had the same response you did oh no not not richard Mm -hmm. because he's been outspoken yeah had a great relationship with the seahawks pete carroll Mm -hmm. stanford college football richard's been he's been a stand-up guy yeah yeah he is a stand-up guy and that's what the judge said you know when the judge released him without bail one unheard of one of the things yes one of the things he said was hey we all know this guy he he does so much for everybody in the area you know, like he's he's helped so many people. He's outspoken about getting things done, done. here, and he puts his money 
where his mouth is. Yes. Okay. And, and so we're not worried about that. That's not what we're worried about. Okay. And so my hope doc is that uh, his family and his family, the NFL, uh, uh, the, the, the Niners, right. Uh, yep. That Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, right. Yep. All, All of these them. individuals step up and show love and support to Richard as he battles this thing. And the other thing I thought about, Doc, was, was this. When it came out that um, he had been dealing with this since February, you want to know what I thought about? Tell me. CTE. Bingo. Yeah. Absolutely. Traumatic brain injury. Yeah. Charles, that's, yeah. Charles, for men, you know, right here, I don't want to sound, you know, here we go, the frontal oh. lobe. Charles, that breeds depression. Yeah. Yeah. And mental that's mental illness yeah and, and that's not because he's not a great guy that's brain injury that's brain injury that's right and i think that you know a few years ago or so a few years ago or so we were worried uh about well like, like they they kind of treated cte the way they were treating the, the the coronavirus for a minute like is it real you, you know what i'm saying is this thing real exactly. right um, um and i think at this point i think the question isn't is it real but when is it going to show up in you? When, when to get ahead? When is it going to hit? Because let's face it, you know, Doc, most of these NFL players, they've been playing football since they were tights. Yeah. And Charles, it, what was that movie? It was Will Smith where he's the doctor? Yes. Right. I remember was, the movie. I forgot the it, name of it. Was it Concussion? I, I think it was. I think it was. I saw that movie. And Charles, you know why it didn't get a lot of love. It was so no, well done. Yeah. No, they, of course, they, they didn't anticipate that that was going to get a lot of love, Doc. I but, mean, what? But Char- it was it was medically based. Yeah. And Charles, he took an eight-year-old taking headshots. Right. Okay, now mm-hmm. what, Richard's in his 30s, so he's been doing that yeah. for what, 20, 25 years? Yeah, right. And look at Junior Seau, who committed suicide, who had no history of depression. Right. Yes. There have been several. There, there are too many to name at this point. Yeah, Junior Seau is just one that we know guys can't remember, but there are too many the top. to name. Oh, yeah. And so okay. love the guys. What about the kickers? Or you know, the- I, I tell you what, I'll tell you, the kickers, all, but I'll go back. Let's talk about uh, Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford had CTE. Oh, yeah. And his wife, Kathleen, Kathy Gifford, had to right. get him off the air. Okay. Frank, yeah, a lot of people don't know Frank Gifford has CTE, man. You see, so and they didn't release that until after, you know, he passed away and they did some more studies and things. And they were like, yep, sure uh... enough. you see. So if guys were Frank, Frank Gifford was 80 something years old. If guys who played during his time had it, what do you think oh. is going on? So and I'm not saying to you listeners and viewers out there. Yeah, we know matter of factly what's going on with 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 Richard Sherman because we don't. But this is an opportunity. This is a conversation, obviously, that folks are going to have, man, because you just you got to wonder, like, what how do you are these football players really safe? We all love the game. We all love the game. But do we love what comes with the game? Right. Charles, you have your finger on the pulse. This is a sleeping. Giant in the living room. Mm -hmm. Because Charles. With concussions, I'm talking about just normal day-to-day life. Yeah. We, as psychologists, the depression, the suicide, the distortion, the disorientation yeah. in life. Yeah. I, I mean, mental health 
at its core does not endure um, those kind of brain injuries. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, you know, guys, man, just yep. say a prayer, say a prayer for Richard uh, Sherman and his family. Yes. You know, and uh, for you all, uh, again, do not think that you have to be unwell to see a therapist. Um, yes. You can see a therapist. You can see a psychologist, um, you know, for preventive measures, get a checkup. You know what I'm saying? Get a checkup because some, sometimes things sneak up on us. Yeah. Right, Charles uh, Gutman, Jonathan Gutman, the couples guru says yeah, couples yeah, yeah. W- with stress say the average wait time is six years before they get therapy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think for an individual men, Charles, I think some men instead get cancer or prostate mm-hmm. cancer yeah. or the, the body breaks down. Then they go because right. Charles, it's going right. to go somewhere. Yeah, it's gonna go somewhere. Somewhere. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of us guys, we could have something going on, or, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and just shove it aside. It seems like it's a small deal, and then before you know it, boom, it, it boom. hits. Hits you, guys. And, you are. Yeah. Go ahead, Doc. Go ahead. No, Charles. This thing with Richard, mm-hmm. we're relieved, but we're saddened. Right. Right. Is that yeah, fair? Yeah, I'm, I'm still, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm I'm relieved. I'm sad. I'm still on pins and needles, Doc, because I'm like. Are they doing everything in their power to make sure that he continues to get the help that he needs? Right. You, you, you know, yeah, because yeah. he's in the midst of something and and he needs continue care and yep. increase. Right. Um, it's just it's just what it is. So the same way that we are, are throwing out support and love to um you know, people like Naomi Osaka, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Richard Sherman, uh, he deserves it as well. You know yep. what I'm saying? I mean, these guys, because they are, because they may be great in an outward physical body, does not mean that they are great in the mind. Okay. Um, so yeah. Right on, Charles. Right on. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So listen, guys, we, uh, we're going to continue uh, right after the break. So take Hey guys, we are back in Barbershop Group Podcast. I'm here with uh, Dr. Stephen Poulter, the author of The Same Factor, Heal Your Deepest Fears and Set Yourself Free. You can purchase that book on our website at tbgmen.com backslash merchandise. It is right there. You can purchase it. You need to get your hands on this book. Okay, Uh, it'll deal with a lot of the shame that you experience uh, in your life or maybe you don't even know that it's called shame as as of right now. But, you know, if you've ever felt like you weren't good enough, if you've ever felt like you wanted Mm -hmm. to apply for that job, but you just knew you weren't going to have an opportunity to get that job. Nobody was going to call you for that interview. If you had that thought, you need to get this book. If you saw that hot chick and was like, you know what? man, I really want to get her number, but nah, she'll never go for a guy like me. If you ever had that thought, you need to get this book, okay? If you've ever felt like you couldn't trust your significant other, or like you, maybe you had to go through a phone or something right. like that, you know, or you got to thinking, you seeing somebody else. If you've ever had any of those thoughts, you need to get the Shame Factor book. Go to tbgmen.com backslash merchandise, order the book, okay? So right that- on. Thank you, Charles. Let's talk, man. Let, yeah, let's get let's get let's into it. Here about, we go, Charles. Oh boy. Mm, yeah. Mm, now right? we're now we're throwing fastballs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna throw a fastball already. Yeah, this is different. Fastball. This is a different discussion than Richard. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's equally I'm throw a fastball. Oh, you're throwing. Yeah. And I'm going to get out of the way. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, right. it's coming right at you. Yeah. Buddy. yeah. I need Let's to catch talk- it and, and receive it. Yep. Trevor, Trevor, Bauer. Trevor, I like to choke women, Bauer. Trevor, I like to choke women, Bauer. Okay. Forget about I like to choke women. I like to punch women in the face while I'm having sex with them, Bauer. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Charles? Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. It has the City of Angels, which would be Los Angeles, holding mm-hmm. its breath. Yeah. The MLB. I'm sure. Every baseball fan's like saying, tell me it ain't so. We'll find out. Please. What we're going to find out, what yeah. you and I are discussing today is discussing it without making a judgment because we're not the judge. We're not the investigators. Right. Right. But so, so, and, yeah. I, and I hope to get there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to try not to judge. I'll, I'll try to not judge, but I, I got to say this. Bob. But you're concerned. Okay. You're concerned. I'm concerned. That's not judging. That's not judging. I'm, con- I'm, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about the young lady. I'm concerned oh. about Trevor. And here is why. I've had an opportunity to see some of these messages that went back and forth. Okay. The couple that they released. Mm-hmm. I have had an opportunity to hear conversations, right, that took place based on the attorneys. Okay. And um, it's concerning to me, Doc. Because, see, the general public is looking at this, and I know a lot of the general public is like, oh, you slimy creep, you, okay? Because that's where we are. We're in a day and age where a man should not be putting his hands Charles, on a woman. By, you say way. society. How about women are looking like, are mm. you kidding me? Yeah. We're talking yeah, mainstream course, yeah. mamas are like, yes. what in the hell is this? Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm going to open it up. Mm-hmm. Okay? Guys, as you all know, you've heard me uh, mention this on several podcasts before, uh, and I know that I'm going to make half of the mental health community mad when I say this because they don't like for it to be called this. But I struggled with a porn and sex addiction. Okay, and the reason I say that some people out there are going to get mad is because it's not in the DSM, so therefore it doesn't exist. It's an unhealthy relationship to and sex and i'm just like you know what hey Mm -mm. unless you've been addicted to this mess unless you've had it just up in your entire life okay and almost take away everything from you save it for me okay because alcoholism wasn't in the dsm at one point either okay yeah so anyway anyway in all of that being familiar with pornography the way that i was i learned that there was a community yes i learned that there was a community of people out there who liked the types of things that Trevor Bauer and this young lady liked. Okay. BDS. There's a, okay. there is a fraternity sorority level mm-hmm. community, Charles. Yeah. That's yeah. tight knit. Mm-hmm. People have no problems with the swingers community. There's a BSM community. That's much bigger. It's bigger. It's bigger. Yeah, and, man. And it's silent. silent. And, and, and hold on. Not just is that community big yeah. doc, but, there are also individuals who are not part of the community who are still developing or exploring themselves and developing their own mm. levels of comfort regarding the things that they like. There are a lot of things that we like, Doc, that we think are not socially acceptable. So we just kind of keep it hidden until right we on. find somebody who's willing to participate, until we find somebody who's willing to participate. So Trevor Ball, 
Here's my issue with you, man. You cannot punch a woman in the face. Okay? Charles? You can't do that. You can't do that. It's on the same <laughs> level as you can't shoot somebody with a gun. For oh, pleasure. Man, come on. Right. I don't care. Ugh. That's how women in my practice, Charles, in the last three weeks, mm-hmm. that's the yeah. level of insanity, the way they hear it. Men just yeah. shake their heads. Yeah. Dude, what is wrong with you? Mm. Charles, you, yeah. don't, you don't punch no. a woman in the face, period. You don't, don't punch her in the face. You don't punch her in the face. You don't punch her in the face. Okay. Period. And, and so now let's think about this. Trevor Bauer and this young lady are being physically intimate. And she reports that uh, at his, during at his their house. intimate moment, on several occasions, yes, that he not only did he choke her, among other things, but that um, he punched her in the face. And I, it sound by by all accounts, it sounds like she was okay with the choking, but not choking unconscious. But then after she was choked unconscious, the reports say she went back again after they had a conversation about, well, this is how far I'll allow things to go and what have you. And, um, you know, I think he lost control of himself. If, if this is truly what did take place, and as you said, we've got to wait for it all to come out. You know, if he's punching her in the face, then I don't think he is an individual who can participate in BDSM uh, stuff in a healthy way. You, you understand what I'm saying? Kind I don't think his I boundaries... Hate- uh, yeah. there yeah we're talking about self-control at its yes core level right yeah here the, the moment uh, yeah mm. like you just can't you can't you Cross. can't be enjoying the sexual activity that much that you potentially put somebody's lights out yeah because okay. charles i, I don't want to say this i mean i mean that's not intimacy mm. That's not romantic intimacy. Mm. That's yeah. not what the yeah. doctor came on a few months ago talking about sexual intimacy and emotional right. intimacy. Charles, right. we're talking about something else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's just. I'm not again, labeling so, it. It did something else. Yes. And, and here's the thing for the people who may be unfamiliar with this. Yeah, there, there is a community. There, there are people who enjoy things like this. You know, um, mm-hmm. I've heard women, I've heard women doc personally tell me, you know, as they're climaxing, they like a little force around their neck. It's pleasurable to them. I've, I have heard women uh, mm-hmm. talk about in their articles all over the Internet where there are women and men who talk about bondage. They like a little kink. You know, yep. it's, it's pleasurable for them. So this stuff is, is real. Here's the thing that I want to say to all of you guys out there listening, watching. Yeah. One of the things that I learned when I was working with adult sex offenders and juvenile sex offenders, both. One of the things that I learned, and it was really crazy for me, Doc, when I was first introduced to it, was this. I'll never forget the psychologist on the unit saying, hey, guys, if you want to participate in electrocution, okay, do you have a conversation with your partner about this? And everybody looked a little confused because there's electrocution, doc. I mean, what? Can we do that? I know. You, you know? Seriously. Yeah. And eventually the psychologist started talking about, well, wait, what, what are your boundaries and what is your partner's boundaries? And how do you have that conversation with your partner to determine if 
this is something that they're open to, right? And when you start talking about this, you have to give your partner the control, all right? You've got to give your partner the yes. control in, in, in this thing because it's something you want to do, right? They may be interested too, but you want to be on the safe side, okay? You want to yep. be on the safe side. So, so you want to make your partner feel safe all the time. And I think that's generally something that guys need to understand. Charles, this is not Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Okay? No. I, I'm not trying to be a, a jerk off here, but yeah. we're se- this is not the same as having a silk tie tied around your eyes. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, not the cheeky. Is, it's not cheeky. This uh, is not cheeky. This is it, out of control. It's dangerous and deadly. And deadly. That's right. And, and that's the that's the thing right there. Um, I, I think that one of the things I need men out there to understand is, guys, a lot of women are already afraid of us. Charles, they're, can't, they're, we can't talk about a blind spot. And okay. guys, dude, dude, dude don't the, get the they typical, don't get it. The typical woman out there oh. is already intimidated by you. Okay. Charles. Now there are a lot of women who are going to tell you that they're not intimidated by you. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. You walk into your into the room. You got a booming voice. Okay. Uh, your 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 strength is more. Okay. Your demeanor is more. You take up more space. You see what I'm saying? Charles, All right. Women will tell you. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, if there's one thing the men's group does really well is guys, we've got to realize that we scare people. We, we scare, scare people. other guys. That's right. That's right. That's right. Little, you're right you're, about that. We scare other guys. Come on. You yeah, and I know dudes. Absolutely. I don't want hey, that guy's scary. What, what, I think a woman. Yeah. Does. Right. So let's and, go with this BDSM for a minute, doc. Let's yes. talk about this. Keep going there. Because, you know, we're looking at Trevor. We're looking at Trevor. Right. Trevor, you are already a professional athlete okay you're already and pitchers you know this this pitchers are no longer small people doc you know for guys charles, who don't watch baseball they're like six five <laughs> i mean charles they're, they, these guys could be point guards in the nba or linebackers in the nfl yeah, okay okay we're not yeah, okay. talking we're not talking 1950 where the guy's got a beer gun yeah no, no not the same thing not the same thing and charles okay. this guy won a cy young award yes. one of my clients goes what does that mean uh there's only one a year in each league, mm-hmm. and right. most of those guys end up in the Hall of Fame. That's right. That's right. You see? So, you know, I, I wanted to talk about that because I, I think that a lot of guys don't understand uh, our power, uh, no. the perception of our power, and a lot of us don't understand sexual boundaries and what women enjoy. And I can tell you guys, I can't speak for every woman out there, but I've got a sneaking suspicion go with it charles most of the stuff when it when it comes to our strength and the things that we do with women a lot of times we underestimate our strength our force and what it looks like to a woman charles we underestimate the impact and the consequences right yeah yeah charles and that's where this with trevor listen we want this to we want everybody to get healed. I'm not trying to sound mm-hmm. like Pollyannish here, but the mm-hmm. woman, the, the participant, I can't, I don't want to yeah. say victim, participant. Mm-hmm. And Charles, as guys, he lost his mind. He did. He lost he his did. mind. 
He did. Okay. Now, I'll, yeah. here, I'll call her a victim based on this, Doc. Yeah, I'll call her I agree. I don't, want to, I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm not. I'll call her a victim because she got punched in the face and she didn't want that. She didn't Fair deserve enough. it. You know something? That's okay. really, yeah, she didn't drive over it's, there think, oh, no, I, I, I want to get my lights yeah. knocked out. She didn't drive over there to be assaulted. She drove over there to get involved in some kinky sex. Kinky sex and assault are two different things. Yes, (laughs) they're two different things. Okay, but I want to say, look, look, I want everybody to know that it was kinky sex. (laughs) Here, yeah, that was the motivation. Okay, Okay. that's where this thing gets weird. Yeah, it gets off the road. Okay, Okay. do you know how much I've heard about Kobe back in Denver 15, 16 Mm -hmm. years ago? Charles, that's Mm -hmm. resurfaced. Mm -hmm. I, I go, you guys. We're talking different stories. Yeah. 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 Easy. Yeah. Take, it it easy. Take, take it easy. Take it easy. I don't do Kobe like that, right? No, no, right. we're not doing it. Yeah. This is, about, this is about Trevor. Trevor. Mm-hmm. But I've heard a lot of that come to my office. I go, they're not the same. Not the same. Right. Right. Two right. different. Yeah. When you punch a woman in the a face, lot of- Charles. Yeah. They could, they could have been at dinner it. and he punched her in the face. It's no different. No different. Doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, so listen, guys, um, you know, if you all have not uh, made yourselves familiar with this story, you may want to Google it. Just type in Trevor Bauer and you'll see everything that you ever want to see. And uh, some of you guys are probably a little gutsy. You're probably going to jump on Pornhub or something like that. Looking up, (laughs) looking up stuff, man. I'm not advocating it, but I know guys do what guys do. I got to right right now, everybody's distancing themselves from this because there's it doesn't. The, the, yeah. the taste look test doesn't yeah no yeah, no. no no i mean if it's a duck it's a duck you know what i'm saying so look guys we will be uh right back after the break hey guys we are back yes. we are back with dr Paul to the author of the shame factor hear your deepest fears and set yourself free um you know <laughs> here guys, we go uh, yep again here um, we go you all knowing some of you hate the loving, some yep. of you loving, some of you hating because you hating. This is all over the place. But obviously, we've got ESPN analyst Stephen A. Smith mm-hmm. who, uh, has said something that has angered the Asian American community and the Asian community at large to some degree. Um, you know, you have a Major League Baseball star in uh, Shohei Otani, yes, who is uh, on pace. To just be unreal. Yep. Unreal on the baseball field, man. I mean, you've got the comparisons out there to Bay Ruth and the likes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and, and the great thing about it is when it comes to Otani, they're not talking about Otani in terms of recent great baseball players. I mean, they're talking about Otani uh, in Hayden yep. baseball players. Yep. You, you know, Hank Aaron and, and all of these guys. They're like, hey, look at this guy. Right. I mean, Joe DiMaggio. We're Joe talking about the legends. Yes. The legend. Yeah. Uh, legend. Willie Mays. The, yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Say, he's hey. putting up those types of numbers. And um, and he's very just extremely talented. And uh this week, uh Stephen A. Smith decided to uh tell everybody how he felt um about Otani um being or not being able to be the face of American baseball. And, um, you know, I had to go back because uh, I because I, I heard the snippet. I saw the clip, I, I the know. little. OK, well, yeah. I, before I before I said anything, 
I had to go back and read the whole transcript. All right. Yeah. I had to read the whole transcript um, because I was like, hold on, man. Like, like, what do we say? I know that right now um, a lot of people are very, very sensitive when it comes to culture, race and things like this. You and I talk yes. and, and I write a lot about people being too attached to the ego identity, yes. whether the individual ego identity or the collective ego mm -hmm. identity. Right. Um, and so a lot of people feel like they have to jump up and protect themselves or jump up and protect the group, their racial gang, their religious gang or whatever it is. It's all a gang to me. Okay. And, oh, it is. Um, and, and, and so uh, Stephen A. Smith was like, Hey man, you know, major league baseball, this can't be your guy. And essentially he said, this uh... can't be your guy because he speaks with an interpreter. Okay. And when I heard it that way, I was like, wait a minute. What? But, he, but he's not the first person to use an interpreter. You uh, understand? Okay. Uh, the Dodgers have had many players. Mm -hmm. Rue had a Korean interpreter on the mound every week or yeah. every time he pitched. Don mm -hmm. Manningly had no problem with an interpreter. Mm -hmm. He's the manager. Yeah. yeah. Right. Charles? Right. Yeah. <sighs> Jackie Robinson's rolling over in his grave right now. Okay. 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 And I had a feeling. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. You know why? Because Charles, baseball, mm -hmm. Otani is the face of baseball because it's mm -hmm. inclusive. Because it's inclusive. Yeah. That's okay. the game. Or we want it to be. We want. We it to want get it to back. be. We want it to get, get it back, back to that. To be inclusive. Right. Because it hasn't been for some time. No. 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 And let me okay. tell you something, Charles. We don't need another white guy as a face. We need people. Okay. And Otani so is a person. All right. So I'm glad that you said that. I had okay. to. Come on. Be, be, because because here's the thing that the other thing that Stephen A. said, in his opinion, he felt like the face of baseball needed to be somebody like Mike Trout. OK, but here's the thing, Doc, you're a baseball fan. Yeah, Mike, I, I, Mike, hold on. Mike Trout had his opportunity and Mike Trout is not as talented as Otani. No. And you know something? He didn't want to be the face. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He didn't want to be the face. How about mm -hmm. Albert Pohlholz as the face? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Come on. And I mean, yeah. And I, and I think, I think what's interesting about Albert Pujols, you know, obviously me. I know a he's a Cardinal. Yeah. Hey, you know, I, I, I couldn't fathom why Albert Pujols was not more of a centerpiece for major league, but baseball. Uh, oh, okay. Um, and, and so yeah. Yeah, I, I, here's what I think about Stephen A. And this is going to make some folks yeah. mad. I'm going to, I'm going to say, say it, say, say, say it, it, Charles. Mm -hmm. Stephen A. Spoke like a white guy. Right. Okay. And, and a no, lot an of old white guy. Spoke like an old white guy. Let's, a let's lot call it of, out. Yeah. A, and a lot of non-white people, are just like astonished what? because they're like, well, wait, wait, what, wait, wait, wait. Not did, you. did he just say, did he just say what we thought we weren't supposed to say anymore? Like, like I thought we moved, wait, Stephen A, did you really just say that? And, and, and so, <clears throat> and so I feel like he tried to speak as a white man. Okay. And I don't think it was necessary for him to do that at the same time that I feel like he was, parroting old white men's thoughts okay 
I do feel like this, Doc. All right. I do feel like this. Otani can opt to use an interpreter, and that's fine. All right. But when I'm thinking about the agents and the representation and reaching out to people and whatnot, okay, they simply have to decide how they want to push Otani forward. Okay. Right. And, and what I mean by that is when, when Stephen A talked about marketability, people got mad. They were like, what? He's not good for marketability. Okay. No, he'll be fine for marketability. Hold on a minute. Right Do you on. all realize what type of racial, a racialized climate we're living in? Right. Okay. So no, he can keep his interpreter, but the major, but major league baseball and his agent and the advertisers uh, or the sponsors or whoever it is, they need to figure out how to capitalize this opportunity for Otani, Major League Baseball, for the fans. They can do that, and he can keep his interpreter. Charles, that let Nike do it. There, no one's better at doing that. Right, right. Thank you. Nobody. Yeah. There you Look go. what they did with Tiger. That right. documentary okay. when he came out in two thousand, Nike kicked the ball right out of the stadium. Charles, what's mm-hmm. upsetting about mm-hmm. what Stephen A. did, it took us back 10 years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Charles, the Angels, yeah. good for them that they went out on and brought this guy in because they mm-hmm. know the value. And he's a good-looking, right. smart guy. Right. I mean, That's we're not, right. talk- we're right. not talking. I'll tell you what. Yeah. When I heard those comments that Stephen A., made the short take of it yeah yeah yeah. it reminded me of what people were saying right after 9-11 about Mm -hmm. arabs in this country and it reminded me of what people say often about uh spanish-speaking people in this country or or should i say hispanic people in this country because they don't say it about white spaniards they say it about people uh from from south of the border is who they say you need to speak english right um and, and so when he made that statement, it just sounded like what old white Republicans would say about the English language, you know. And I feel like this, the doc, the world is so much bigger and more yes. interconnected today that this type of language barrier isn't something that's truly that much of a barrier as long as the people who are handling Otani and working with him do the right thing for everybody involved. Charles, there's a thing called Google Translator. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I mean, we're talking, I used it in Costa Rica. It works. Charles, yeah. Yeah. you just said there is no gap. Mm-hmm. Stephen A created a gap. He created the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Listen, I would say, I, I would say he walked, I won't say he created the gap. I'll say Stephen A walked through the gap that was created by the old white man. And he yeah. reminded he reminded people that that gap was there. Correct. Okay. And almost to Charles correct me but why it needs to be there which is so disturbing. It mm. doesn't need to be there. It's outdated. Right. And Charles right. it doesn't no yeah. one wins. Nobody yeah. wins. And I I get I get his his Stephen A's uh he's been critical of the major, of major league baseball and I understand why. You know. Fair enough. Um, I can remember a time when there were baseball fields all throughout African-American communities in 
the United States. Okay. I can remember, hey, yeah, I told you, Cardinals fan. I'm not a fly by night Cardinals fan. I go back, you know, right to like uh, uh, Ozzy, you know, and, and Ozzy Smith. Coleman. Right. Yeah. Ozzy Smith and Vince Coleman. Okay. Uh, Terry Porter. Uh, uh, not Terry Porter. Uh, Terry Pendleton. All these guys. Okay. You know, so we saw a lot more black faces in Major League Baseball. And all of a sudden, you don't see them anymore. And so Stephen A talks about that. Right. And so what Stephen A was trying to do is he's trying to say, hey, it needs to be American. But well, wait, does it like how can it not be American? It is American. It's not going to change because an Asian guy is one of the best players. (laughs) The NBA, the NBA had Dirk Nowitzki. The NBA didn't stop being the NBA because Dirk was playing. And Charles, uh, Australia's got Ben Simmons. Is basketball become less American? Right. Right. You know, so so and then if the thing is, again, you know, if somebody out there wants to say, well, but it's about the language barrier, but it's about the language barrier. No, it's but not. It's about the language barrier. It's like, mm, no, it, no, it's about the no. mental barrier. It's about right. the emotional barrier, psychological Absolutely. barrier. That's, Otani that's lives it. down in Orange County, large Asian community. It's mm-hmm. not random. He picked the angels. Right. Yeah. And he's right. no fool. I hear you. He didn't go someplace you. where there's no love. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you on that. So, yeah, man. I just, you know, I wanted to mention that to you because I know you're a baseball Thank you. fan. And, I am a baseball and guys, fan. You know, one of the things that we challenge, uh, we, we we're open to everybody's opinions, but one of the things that we want to challenge you to do is make this world a better place, not just for you, but for your children and yes. grandchildren. Okay. Okay. Because remember, these children are not going to have the same minds that we have. Like and we can't, that's yeah. where the, yeah. And that's where his statements kind of start to, 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 to turn into a screwball a little bit is, well, wait, doc, uh, wait, you, you know, wait a minute, Stephen, a like, like that's, that was a thought before, but is that where people are today? And clearly you can hear a lot of people say, yeah, that's not where we are now. No, okay. Charles, that's not what we're doing now. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go out of bounds and pull me if I'm too far out. There's that whole thing with Rachel Nichols and the other African-American woman at ESPN. Right. On yeah, salary. Yeah, yeah. And Stephen A is the highest yeah. paid person at ESPN. Mm-hmm. And there is yeah. a responsibility when you're mm-hmm. the face of the corporation. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to say. Yeah. I yeah. know. I'm, I'm that's why it was so upsetting. This is right. not a, some rookie announcer. He's the face. Right. Right. Yep. Or one that, of the faces. It's not Dan Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, I mean, it's just you, you, he can't. He's got to be more responsible That's with his 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 delivery. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. So, guys, listen. We just wanted to give you all yes. those those tidbits. They uh, listen again. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe, subscribe to tbgmen.com. Okay? Get on board with us. Leave a comment. Uh, email us, okay, about the show. We want to hear your thoughts, your feedback, your comments. It's open. You're not hurting our feelings, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not what this is about. Um, we love to engage with everybody and hear what it yes. is that you all have to say about this. So, you know, again, guys, I want to remind you all, go to tbgmen.com and subscribe. I can't say that enough. It's very important that we get you guys on the website there, okay? Yep, you won't the see everything on those 
you won't see everything on social media. When we put yeah. our surveys and all that kind of stuff up, you won't see them. When we put our journals up, you won't see things like that on social media. Okay. So it's really important that you do that. And if you're enjoying the show, share it with someone, share it with uh, the guys that you know. Okay. Um, if you don't share it with people, it stops getting out there. Okay. It's almost like silence and we don't need silence right now. Okay. We need men to really, really assert themselves. Speak up. Okay. Speak up, speak up, speak up. up. So, uh, you know, uh, doc, I thank you for, for spending some time uh, with me today. I'm glad again, as I said, you, you had a great great time uh, in Costa Rica, despite the food poisoning, despite the food poisoning. Okay. Thank you. And, um, you know, I, I just hope that, uh, you know, uh, we can continue to give listeners, uh, some, some food for thought, right. Some value, Um, right. Some value, some value. So guys, until next time you all be well, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Charles.